Greetings, fellow Earthlings. I want to thank all our new listeners for tuning in from all throughout the world. In this episode, I talk with my friend Infinite Thought, a definite deep thinker. Stay tuned in this three-part episode. We take a deep dive. Please do subscribe and share with friends. Check me out on YouTube. Hello, hello. What's good? What's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to, glad to hear from you. Glad to hear you're doing good, man. Yeah, likewise, man. Likewise. Happy uh, happy hump day to you. Yes, yes, yes. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Um, I'm glad you accepted the talk. I'm sure you saw from the description uh, what I have kind of planned for this conversation. Yeah, thought it was a cool topic. Oh yeah! By the way, what did you think of the, the little advert I did on Instagram? Oh, I thought that was hot. That was awesome. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I very uh, cool. I've been I've been tweaking with some editing software and you know playing around with some features and trying to make it you know a little bit more uh, you know a little bit hotter for the people so they have something a little nicer to look forward to when they come to the talks. Yeah, no, that was that was sweet. Looked pro as hell. Very styling. I was impressed. Thank you, thank you. <clears throat> oh, man, that's a message. Hello, hello. Oh, what's good, man? What's good, man? Let's see what you got to say. Yeah, infinite thought. And another thing, I said infinite thought. And another thing, what's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? What's good, y'all? It's your boy, for about you say? How you doing? Not for real, what's good with y'all? How y'all doing? To everybody in the comments, or the people that are viewing, my name is fucking to say, I stay active in this bitch. So if y'all wanna get some random wacky content on a spontaneous day, just follow me. <laughs> hey, shout out to the man, uh, <laughs> fuck what you say. All right, um, yeah, that's a great name, fuck what you say. Um, just to, just to give, an, give people an idea, I'm sure everyone can see from the topic kind of where we're going with this but is the man still an issue in 2021 um i don't want to get too deep into it let people kind of get in here but um just to give people a, a general uh, idea of what i meant when i when i was pondering this question to myself is um i know we've all yeah. heard we all have we all have that person in our life we all know people who are like oh the man holds me down he's the reason why i can't get this or the man is or 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 it's the system is the reason why i can't make it make it do through this because like they're, they're these hoops that they make me jump through all that um but that being said and with, with all that being said is that still an issue in 2021 with uh with the advent of covid and how everything has shifted so so drastically so quickly do you think that the man is still a factor in like what's holding people back or was it ever really a factor or have we kind of just evolved past that thought yeah i mean that's a deep one right many many levels um it's like uh, peeling back the peeling back the onion right um, yeah 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 just you know without without going super deep into the topic just my two cents on it would be well yeah you know like george orwell warned us about like big brother right and um edward snowden kind of revealed 
that the NSA kind of is Big Brother and they are like literally listening to every single phone call and recording like every single email and phone call. So that's pretty mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, that is uh, that that when the whole thing with Edward Snowden and him blowing the whistle on how much they actually look at us, how much the NSA was really invading our privacy. That was crazy. Um, I actually watched one of his uh, his interviews about it and just the sheer level of disregard for the 14th Amendment because that's what the what 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 the NSA violated. That's the amendment they violated. Um, your right to privacy is covered by the 14th Amendment. Um, and I'm going to be doing a series of talks on the 14th Amendment because I don't think people understand how important that amendment is to a lot of the rights that we have today. Um, a lot went into the 14th Amendment and is still going into it. Like there's still there are still changes that need to be made today, and if they're made, they're going to be made under the 14th Amendment, um, which I have some talks coming up on that as well. But yeah, the the ideas fascinating stuff and 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 the principles of of our of our liberties. They kind of got spaced on that one. Sorry, I've been smoking a lot of weed. That's where I came up with a lot of these topics. No worries. Um, <clears throat> right there um, with to, you, brother. To bring it back, to bring it back. Um, dealing with dealing with the idea of the man. I've always dealt with that with, with family members. I never really dealt with that with friends because I chose my friends wisely, but I've dealt with that with family members. With this, they have this idea that... Um, because of you know racial uh, racial constraints and other things that you know it's impossible for us to get up because we're always being kept down and I me personally I'd never believe that because that for me that's that's a complete and total uh, release of uh, the accountability that you have for your own self and your own life I refuse to right that. there's no personal responsibility there right yeah. Because the idea that someone else controls my destiny and, and 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 that means that I'll never be able to do what I want to do at that point, what the fuck is what's the point of trying? You feel me? Like I, I, right. I that's why I refuse to accept that. Because if that's the case, then there's no there's there's no way I would improve, and there's no way I would need to improve or even want to improve if that was the real case. And I see people who get right. like if that was the case, then how how did Obama become the president if that was the case? Like, you feel me? There's certain there's certain things that like just just automatically let me know that that's not true. That's just a mindset that you let yourself believe. The man is something that you've constructed in your head that you that allows you to absolve guilt of your own lack of action in your life and making your dreams come true. That's what I. Mean. I could I can see that, and I and I agree with that perspective totally. Um, as far as like never let anybody else set a boundary for what you can achieve, right? Um, exactly. Right. But I mean, like any, any successful person tells you that, like, oh, everybody, my family told me I couldn't. I didn't listen. My spouse, my, you know, the, the yeah. 14th, the 14th business, you know, partner I had that, you know, told me I couldn't. But then the 15th time yeah. it worked. Something like you that. Right. Like, yeah. Like, um, there, are, there are countless stories in every single industry, like ACDC. They were told no a bunch of times before they were. There you go. Were told yes. I, there you go. Um, and and look at them. They yeah, played until they were like 90. They might still be playing. <laughs> I, I do think they're still playing, honestly. But yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. So it, that, 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 Cockroaches and rock and roll. The, you feel me? <laughs> uh, so the, to, to round it back to what I was uh, asking, the, 
and people who are coming in, um, do you guys think that the man or the idea of the man is still an issue in 2021? Or do you think that the opportunities available and the knowledge that available and the sheer ability to just communicate with people, has that ruined the idea that there's this invisible force holding us down and it's just time to, you know, get to work? Yep. Yeah. What do the people think? Myself, I think it. Myself, I think it's a mix of the two. You know, I mean, like, uh, there's nobody that can tell me what I can or can't do. But then, you know, there's some systemic shit in place, like you know, (coughs) you know, for sure. Like, like the like the (laughs) stimulus, like the COVID stimulus is it a good example, right? Like, it was like five trillion dollars, and it took them just around to this last one to to get around to people who are like you know, hand to mouth, but the corporations got it first. Like, wait a minute. So, you know, there's systemic stuff like that, but you know, every, every, every generation, there's somebody who, who made it on their own, somebody against all odds. Right. That's true. That's true. So um, anybody could be that person. Exactly. Oh no, no. Hey, Infinite. Oh, that's hey, and another thing. Donatella. I saw the promo for this on Instagram. Yay. So, what's going on, guys? Is the man still a problem? I'd like to say so. Um, I'm going to just be sitting and listening for a little bit. It's kind of late over here in the Midwest. So, I'm kind of tired, but still wanted to show some love. Much appreciated. much appreciated. Thank you yeah. very much. Much love. Oh, yeah. So, yes, yeah, it must be. The man is still an issue. But the man isn't like them putting out like drugs and stuff or putting hella chemicals in the food that we eat, consume, and buy. That's not as much of an issue anymore because most of that shit is absolutely illegal like that like not even the white man can get away with some of that um but the man in like the construct of his successors so back when the man was big time bro it was an issue and then times changed and evolved do you know what his successors are now in the shadow holding down the minorities and even some of the white people some of their own people hell yeah hell yeah i couldn't agree more i think it's i think it's more about class than than race i think race is kind of used like a tool to divide the low the lower classes to pit us against each other kind of thing so that the 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 king on the top of the hill stays safe so we don't go charge the castle on the hill right (laughs) if we're down here fighting amongst ourselves they're safe up there yeah because if you if you look at if you look at the class uh, the the you know the the poverty class and the middle class it's comprised of a bunch of different groups but they're all have their own movement that they've been dealing with for since pretty much this country's inception, every every minority has had their movement that they've been constantly fighting. Since from Mexicans to Asians to African Americans, um, uh, Italians at one point, the Irish, any group that's come here has been Polish at one time. Yeah, yeah, 
by I mean, by gra- the American, granted, let, by the government granted, let, has been yeah. persecuted in one way or another. Yeah. But I just want to be clear on that because I'm, you know, I'm coming from the perspective of a white dude. So I got to state that I do know that, you know, yeah, Irish people, my relatives were were discriminated against, but nothing like the African-American community. I mean, because that's been ongoing forever and has never ended. Right. So every every other group really kind of was discriminated against and then they got out from under the spotlight. But not ne- not necessarily the Chinese. And, I mean, the Chinese are going through discrimination right now. And you're right. Um, you're right. Like the the Mexican, they're still dealing with shit. What do you deal with shit with? Um, you know, ICE and Border Patrol. I mean, yep. yeah, like our racism, the, the racism that Black people deal with is like woven into culture at this point. It's like, and 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 don't not to say that that's right. It's something that we're dealing with, and that uh, we're we're slowly trying to reverse. But um, I just got done watching the documentary Decoded Bias, in which like like racism is literally woven into facial recognition software algorithms. Damn. Like the algorithms, like they said that the algorithms are more likely to properly identify um, white males than women and women of color than men of color. And hmm. that's because that's because the majority of the people who came up with these algorithms were white men. So it's like, that's how that works. It's not, I mean, it's just a kind of, it's a bias that's built in like almost naturally into the artificial intelligence program. And right. Because of the bias of the people who designed it. Right. Yeah. And it's actually one of the current issues being brought up to the Supreme court um, is because there's no regulation for algorithms. Like that's, that's one thing. There is no regulation for these at all. Um, there's no FDA for algorithms. These algorithms are everything from what decides whether or not you get approved for a credit card to decides whether or not you get approved from a job or a house. That's all done by an algorithm. Like yeah. there's very there are very few people in the process of what's done nowadays. And so that bias is kind of it's kind of dangerous. When, I mean, like Amazon, a lot of people don't even notice. Amazon was actually self was about to sell facial recognition software to the police department on a federal level. Like, they were about to go around. Like, I mean, I think there were like fourteen different police departments that were actively using Amazon's facial recognition software, and the software was inaccurate, like wow. staggeringly inaccurate. But they were still using. Um, China, I found out China is almost, um, China is so communist, it's kind of scary. They use, they actively use facial, facial recognition software and to the point that they have social credit scores and their social credit scores are so deeply embedded into the psyche of its citizens that they take social, like they believe your social credit score over their own instincts. Like if you have a high social credit score, they, and I like heard this I heard this chick say this. They don't feel the need to get to know you anymore because they are going to feel like they can already trust you because society has vetted you through that credit score. Wow. Wow. And I was like, that's fucking nuts. What? (laughs) So, like, you, you you get the approval of the rating from WhatsApp and that's like meeting their dad or something. Basically, basically. That's crazy. Your social credit score is so, it's like it's more important than your own actual ability to judge a human being. That's, That's so crazy. And, and, and then that imagine. blew my mind. 
Totally. Now take it to the next step. Imagine the society where the parents are okay with that. Like, oh, oh, honey. Oh, fantastic. It says here that he's a 7.3. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Have a great night. We don't need to meet him. He could just pick you up at the corner. You feel me? And the thing is, like, while I'm watching this, I'm like, the way my brain works, being the devil's advocate, I'm actively thinking the way, like, you could fuck this system off so fucking easy. This is terrible. Oh, yeah. You could be out here, you could be out here with a hundred, a hundred credit. Like, I don't even know what, like, the top number is. Let's just go on the percentage scale of a hundred, zero to a hundred. Um, you could get, you can get like a credit score of like a hundred. Say you got a perfect credit score of a hundred, but you out here just killing people, peeling faces. Right. What? what yeah. The like, because what's that one guy's name? Ted something. There was one serial killer that would like pick girls up at at colleges because he was Ted like Bundy. super good look. There you go. Yeah, he Ted was super Bundy good looking. Kid. He had money, so he would enroll in college classes, or I don't even know if he enrolled. He would and probably just show up and look the part, and, and then yeah, society, I'll jump in your Porsche with you. Society, sure. He'd have like a perfect credit score, but on the back, exactly, this dude's, he's murdering bitches. But you're not yeah. going to question him because he's got a good credit score. That's fucked yeah. up. Because he's got a Porsche 911. He... Little do you know, there's two like, chicks in the trunk. Like, <laughs> like my, like my question is, how many, how many, like, what does the criminal underworld of China look like at this point, to where your social credit oh, score, like, basically eliminates the need for human interaction on a. On a let's hey, let's find out if you're truly a good person. Let's vibe out level. There's no vibing. They don't vibe. It, There's no it's fucking vibe be, in China. It's gotta be deep, man. If you want to talk about organized crime, dude, that nobody can hold a, a hold a flame to the triads of China. They've been doing that shit for thousands of years, man. So and like the you think, is, they've think the Italian mafia is badass? Bro, oh my god, the you the Yakuza and the Right? Oh, that's hair, bro. They chop your thumbs off for ten K. Knuckle at a time. A knuckle at a time. Yeah, knuckle at a time. Over over 10k. The mafia is not yep. coming at you for anything less than 50, maybe 100. But 10k. The Yakuza are like what? That's a small bet, but it's thumb as small as that thumb. It's like ah. <laughs> Yamasuka, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Yamasuka. Oh my god, scary shit, man. I don't get time. I don't get time. <laughs> I don't get time. Not placing no bets with no Asian bookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank God I don't gamble. Cool. Yep. That is one. You like? That is one you like play cards? So happy I don't no, have, no, 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 no. I don't like play cards. No, I gotta go. I like play. I like play spades. Black. That's <laughs> good old black game. Spades. <laughs> joker, Joker, Deuce. You play Joker, Joker, Deuce. <laughs> oh God. Sad but true, right? The funniest shit lands the close to truth, right? You know? Yeah. It's that so sa sad but true, so sad and so true that it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh one one good one good part of the terrifying idea of these algorithms is that um there was um the woman who actually was the main I guess you could say the main uh, progenitor of the documentary. She actually did take the case, uh, case to the Supreme Court. And on a federal level, um, facial recognition software is not allowed to be used in law enforcement on a federal level at all. 
no, and most states are taking a solo initiative to ban it. Like, oh, in Oakland and San Francisco, facial recognition software is banned, like from public use. You can't use it, like on like like on a citywide level. You can't. They, they're not having it. Nor will the police force be allowed to use it, in order, like in order to solve crimes. Because that's another thing in China, and actually in England. In England, um, over in the UK, uh, facial recognition software is actively used by the police. And I actually watched this one dude. He actually got in trouble and pulled over because he covered his face as he passed a facial recognition van, which is well within his rights. But you would think, yeah. But the fact that he covered his face made him a person of suspicion. But the thing is, like I said, a lot of this software, and this is worldwide, the software is inaccurate because it's not, it hasn't been vetted through enough people. And it's honestly, um, from what from what they were saying, it's honestly just recently been able to be pushed out on a mass scale in which they're trying to use it. And it's because of the advent of smartphones and social media because of all the data that they're able to bring in through, those sort, through, the, through the sources of smartphones and social media, that they're able to pump this data through these algorithms. And that's where they're getting the base of their model from which is completely inaccurate because that data is not vetted. That's just random data coming from the phones of, of billions of users. Yeah, right. It's yeah. like they're taking pictures that you take of your sandwich and your dog and your cousin, and that's the shit that they're pumping through this algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a crazy world where, you know, if, if you signed up for 23andMe, they could take a little bit of your DNA sample that you gave them willingly... And, they, and then they could take some photographs that you posted on Facebook willingly. And the small print says that Facebook now owns those photographs. Even if you delete it, there's still Facebook still has a copy, right? You can never yeah. just make it. You could never just make it go away. So like if you posted some sketchy ass shit, like when you're young and crazy or whatever, that never goes away, man. <clears throat> they yeah, still the have that. Time. They could yeah. pull that up, place your DNA on something, pull up a, a picture of, of me with a gun from 30 years ago and be like, look, see, he's crazy. Yeah, and it's like this, I mean, because the same principle applies uh, to stereo. Like All the content we make on here is uh, technically stereo's property, whether we delete it or not. Right. Stereo keeps, a, they have a backup copy of every conversation held on their server. Isn't that wild? So like, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder if it's like a CIA thing, huh? To help like AI yeah. speed up. Yeah, that's why I like to say this is the longest running conversation in the history. Because it's like true, all this right? one, it's all backed up. Two, the conversation never stops. There's always someone talking. Always, dude. Always. And, someone yeah. talking. Bunch of people. No matter yeah. what day, and it's, time of day. And it's also the longest conversation simultaneously held in multiple languages at once. Because they're like wow, that's eight, so true. There, there, there's there are hundreds of different languages that they've added, uh, updated in their different countries that they're in now. So like we're all a part of like a historical. Um, if this is a social experiment, we're 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 definitely a part of a historical one. Yeah, well, I figure you know you can run, but you can't hide. So what the hell? I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't Somebody, be, then join them, right? Yeah. If, <laughs> even if I am drinking the Kool Aid, I'm gonna you know. I'm gonna en right. enjoy it. <laughs> hey, if I am drinking a Kool Aid, at least I'm getting paid to. Sure. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Stereo, give me a check mark. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Stereo, verify this man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I quit worrying about being on a list years ago, though, you know, because, like, you know, I, well, and, and first of all, history has shown us unless you got 50,000 people following you, they don't care about you. It's it's once you get to be like a, a John Lennon or a Mal Malcolm X or a Martin Luther King, once you got 50,000 people or more like in a mark behind you, then you're you're definitely on the radar. <coughs> Like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, who is this person with so many people listening to them? That might be dangerous. Hmm. Better yeah, look into this sure. person. Yeah, because at that point, they were like, all right, well, it's time to curate what you say and curate what you do. Right. Right. And now, have you heard, you know, so, so I heard this thing, right, that the CIA is typically... 30 years ahead of what we know as far as technology, like they'll release shit to us that yeah. they are 30 years ahead of. So, yeah, apparently, probably like, it's probably like double or triple that at this point, the way the technology advances. That, like, right. What we get, what we as civilians get is right. Um, what we as um, middle and lower class civilians get isn't even as good as what the upper class civilians get. What the upper class civilians get. Isn't oh, yeah. nearly as good as what police and like local government. It's like a lot of tears to this shit, decade long tears to this shit. Technological. Yeah. Just, this is the only where it's the only place where trickle down economics works. It's the technological, it's technology, and the way that, like it's the so CIA, true. like the CIA and top level governments, the experimental scientists, those motherfuckers are the first ones with the tech, and it just trickles down to the people who are who are the bottom. Of the rung, which is the average American, is the that we're the ones who get the commercials where it's just pumped into us like fucking Play Doh. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Ask your doctor about this drug that might kill you, or this drug that might kill you, or this drug that might kill you. Like every drug that's ever touched the streets, the CIA was doing it first. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Pure Pure absolutely. Yeah, proven. Yeah. Yeah, they were dead. <laughs> you know? Like, I they were selling it. Operation the Mid Operation Midnight Climax was um, the CIA using hookers to dose unsuspecting guys that were going to a hooker. And so the CIA rented a house and everything in Pacific Heights in San Francisco, paid a couple of prostitutes to have them on the payroll, and would give people pure liquid acid and um and then film these people and see what happened. I am a person who has done pure liquid acid. Probably not nearly as much as they were giving them to film them and see what the fuck happened. But, right. <laughs> but what I will say is that shit's potent because I had a little tiny drop on a sugar cube. And then pew. Yep. And I'm assuming that they gave these to hook, giving it to hookers to dose dudes that they don't know. They're not really going to be kidding. Like, she's not a fucking medical professional. Giving, this, right. giving her like a and like a, a weapon grade drug. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, Let's see what happens if somebody does ten hits of liquid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just see. Give, give this to this I wonder. guy. Tell, tell him it's candy. I don't give a fuck what. Suck his dick. Put it on his dick. I don't care. Just give it to right. him. Right. Yeah. And they were and testing then, on pr prisoners and and soldiers too. Yeah. Um. They put it in the water supply of soldiers and in prisons just to see what yep. happens. Do you know how fucked up that is? Like, hey, That's... we're not gonna tell. Because one Without thing you knowing, don't want to do, yeah, that's the thing. You, one thing you don't want to do with LSD is do it without knowing you're fucking doing. 
right because that's, that's when you think you're going to be losing your mind if you're like if you're looking at your watch going okay 45 minutes i should be coming on pretty soon uh-oh i'm starting to feel it if you're doing yeah. that you're not you're not going to lose your if, mind but yeah. if you're just like if, jogging one day and you start seeing purple tracers you're probably going to lose your freaking mind yeah the fucking the fucking sidewalk just starts melting and shit like oh. cars are talking to you I've gone, Wait a minute. I've gone completely insane. I've yeah, gone insane. I, I haven't taken any psychedelics in at least 48 hours. What is happening, Marge? Like, like, <laughs> this is not okay. It's like, you, yeah. You're and you know, that's, you know, that's the stories of like the person that took LSD, thought they could fly and jumped off the roof of a building. You know, you in hindsight, me? it was probably one of these people that the CIA dosed and gave them like 10 hits and they had never. With no previous experience, all of a sudden, they're just tripping balls. And the world hadn't even heard about it yet. So you don't even know anything to expect. Yeah, you would just no, think that no you were absolutely crazy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's like no it, research. There, there's, no, there's no fucking website you can go to that'll let you know. Oh, yeah. So if you do this, do it with friends. Know you're doing it. Don't do it secretly in the water supply right by your government that's but but imagine we're we're talking about experiments before the beatles before the doors so nobody was talking about it nobody had yeah. heard of this stuff yet yeah there wasn't no and, lucy in the sky with diamonds none of that no no there was it was not it, it had no no presence in pop culture at all yet people it wasn't even on the radar yet brand new discovery in the like 19 in the I think it was the late 35 that it was discovered. And then so it was like being the CIA who started doing this from like the 50s through the 70s. Oh, and they said they stopped. But, you know, you think really think they stopped? They probably just changed right. the name of the program. And, OK, we won't do that part anymore. You know, right. Right. Because uh, that, that had some adverse effects. But we got right. a couple of couple of messages here let's see who's talking let's see who's talking we got some what's ditties what's good Leah? how you doing for GLG? let's see who's talking hey another thing uh, excuse me right quick pardon my interruption i do not want to interrupt your broadcast um infinite slow the f down you're talking entirely too fast and saying all these big ass words like, <laughs> I, I, I haven't my, my, my bad <laughs> <laughs> he was just excited it's all good man's passionate about it man's passionate hey and another thing i'm super sorry to bother you but like um did you know that irish dad is leaving they're doing the cave thing right now i don't know but uh oh yeah yeah this this is terrible what do you mean he's leaving what do you mean what do you mean irish dad's leaving what up, weird. Infinite Thought? How you doing, honey? It's been a while. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Frenchie 2.0. The uh, Breakfast Club interview with Dr. Carl Hart on um, his opinion on what drugs are, are really now in society versus to what the pharmaceuticals are using it for, because in my opinion, I think a lot of the rock stars and a lot of the um, stars like Jimi Hendrix and you know, guys like that that were doing drugs, um, 
it kind of gave them their muse in a way so I'm not understanding I've never done any hard drugs I don't think I ever would, would try to do any hard drugs but it's just something that I've been curious about um I haven't I haven't seen that Breakfast Club interview, but thank you for mentioning it. I was writing it down now. I'm definitely gonna look at that because um, there, are, there are a lot of the drugs how they originally started out and how they use now are you know it's like a 180 situation. Um, LSD yeah. being one of them. Um, like cocaine used to be medicine, and Coca Cola used to be medicine. They, they, Coca Cola used to be cocaine. Right, yeah. Um, it's like what it was like a a hangover remedy, originally. I wonder why I don't feel bad anymore. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of coca. <laughs> a little bit of the coca blend. Um, actually, back before its original, back before it was banned, uh, marijuana was actually used as well. Um, it was only banned due to, due to the hemp, because actually this country is more built on hemp than anything else. Uh, to, the tobacco and paper companies actually lobbied against uh, marijuana, and that's where the whole war on drugs started because they needed to make up something so that yep. they keep selling. So they keep selling the paper. You're exactly better. right. Hemp, hemp makes better paper than paper. You don't yeah. have to kill yeah. trees to make paper. Straight up. And it lasts longer. <laughs> it makes better um, clothes than cotton. Yeah, we've been so duped for 100 years on this. You know, now that I guess the 2018 Farm Bill included um, allowing farmers to grow hemp for the first time in 100 years. So thank God. But, you know, we're trying to catch up with the rest of the world. It's like yeah. a bill, multi-billion dollar industry. And there's like multi-billion dollar industry of hemp products in this country, but people had to import up until 2018. You had to import the hemp to make the products. And like, is, what? part of it, a part of it was that it was the reason why we call it marijuana in America is because there was also a very big, they, they used drugs to vilify Mexicans in this country when they were trying to, you make nailed it, it after they, um, but they basically brought a lot of Mexicans to come in for the cheap labor, and then once they wanted to get rid of them and deport them, they needed a logical reason. So after allowing marijuana to be allowed, used in the country, they then said, hey, marijuana is bad. See, Mexicans are bad. They smoke marijuana. Marijuana, Mexicans, Mexicans, marijuana, bad. And that's uh, another reason. Yeah, that's the correlation they made. They also, you know, said it made you crazy and wanted to fuck minority men. Made white women crazy and made them want to fuck minority men. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, you gotta think. <laughs> like, the, the shit that they said to make, and the things that people believe about marijuana right. are... <laughs> it, oh, my God. It, it had nothing to do with, like, the fact that a chick just went to a jazz club, got her mind blown by an amazing musician, and was like, you know, no, it had to be the marijuana, right? I remember as early as, well, not as early, but like, it was like in the 2010s. I was still in high school, and I was seeing ads from groups, like, like legitimate groups of adults on Facebook that said, if you smoke marijuana, it'll make you gay. Oh, that's hilarious. This, 
And I'm not in and make that up. That's not me being funny. That's a legitimate thing that I saw. This is another serious ad that people were trying to use to get people to not smoke weed. It was like, if you smoke yeah. it, it'll make you gay. Now, I've smoked a lot of weed. I smoked a lot of fucking weed. A lot of different weeds. None of them have made me want to suck a dick. And I've yet to suck my first dick. <laughs> not one has ever made me want to put a dick in my mouth. I've smoked some crazy strains. I've smoked Edinburgh Sunshine. I've smoked Edinburgh Sunshine. I've smoked, smoked, uh, smoked Forbidden Fruit. I've smoked. Uh, I've literally smoked a strain called the Devil's Dick. Smoked that. Never sucked one. Never yep. Sucked one. So and to I'm, that I yep, say and, that's false. That's yep. False, false advertising. <laughs> well, God, so I get off. In my opinion, like for <laughs> years, a lot of uh, doctors were trying to figure out what was it about mar- marijuana that were uh, used for medicine. And that they started to find out uh, the experiment that they was extracting CBD, mm-hmm. CBD and you have THD, uh, TCH, sorry, THC. So they was extracting that, and that's where they found that you know CBD was something that was used to to help people instead of people using it for to to get high. It was actually a medicine. So mm-hmm. now you got a lot of guys that are in jail or have charges that have been charged for marijuana cases, which I think is is a disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, it's a complete oh, disadvantage. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and and it's kind of a joke, right? Because I've even had cops tell me, you know, that they don't really worry about in in San Francisco. I lived in San Francisco for like twenty years. I had a cop tell me there that they don't care about people that are smoking weed because those aren't the people that they're going to be getting a call about later that night. You exactly. know, those people aren't going to be going out disturbing shit. It, it's alcohol exactly. and stimulants that you got to worry about, right? People being all on coke or speed. You start thinking, hey, I got a great idea. No, man, no, that's not a good idea. You should have gone to bed. You should have gone to bed 10 hours ago. That's not a good idea. Anything right. you think of in a bar or at a friend's house, anything you think of in a public place after the time of eight o'clock at night, it's a bad idea. It's half probably not a good idea. Anyway, half of them you're going to do anyway. Some of them are going right. to get you put in jail. Those are the ones that are terrible ideas. Those exactly. are the ones that you like. Like if you can pull it off, it's a great story. But if you don't pull it off, which you probably won't because you're drunk and high on cocaine, you're going to go to jail. You're going to fucking yeah. go to jail. So, for a so long don't time, do it. don't do it. So don't fucking do it. All right, just don't do it. Not worth it. Don't go to jail. Not worth it. It ain't worth it. Because you know what? There's nothing worse than um. You know, you know what? No, there's nothing worse than any night in jail, except any night in jail, drunk. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, exactly. Because and then the slow come down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, enjoy that hangover in a holding cell. That's, yeah, all you want, all you want to do is sleep, and the cops knows that, and the cop knows this, so he's just not going to let you sleep. Yeah, right. it's like extra loud. One time I was nineteen. Like the... Yeah, and I got pulled over. I was skateboarding and with a beer in my hand when I was nineteen in the city, and I got pulled over by this, you know, young hungry cop, and uh, they're like, uh, busted me for possession of alcohol in public or drinking in public, whatever, something like that. Um, 
I'm like, whatever, man. Takes me to, to the to the jail and chains me to a pole right next to this crackhead who's just pacing back and forth in his cell, like bah, 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 just screaming all night. Oh, I'm like, oh fuck. That was like torture. I'm like, really? Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I remember <laughs> So don't right, be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I used to work at this factory, right? Um, and I remember this one time uh, after working, well, it was like after break, I drove off and uh, with one of my coworkers and we ended up having sex in the Walmart parking lot. And on my way back, got pulled over <laughs> and got, because the taillight was out. And subsequently, <laughs> I subsequently went to jail. <laughs> oh my God. On my break. You're like, but I'm but I'm back. only on my lunch break. I got I got to get back to work. Yeah. I'm like, I'm and that's what I told him. That's what I told him. He's like, yeah, nah, bro, you're going to jail. I'm like, fuck you. Shit. Yeah, like, Stay no, I, I got to, I, I got to go back to work. Nope, <laughs> motherfucker. It's like, not even my car, man. Like, don't do this. Don't do this. They're gonna have to get this. T- they're gonna have to get this like, like out, and I'm gonna have to deal with the aftermath. This ain't even my bitch. <laughs> All right. So so here's how the man does exist still a little bit. So I got busted <laughs> once, but they didn't take me to jail, right? I got preferential treatment, you know, white privilege or what whatever, I guess. But check it out, dude. This is hilarious. I was, you know, I was a young punk in high school. My friend was having a keg party and it got busted by the cops or something, but they snuck off into the woods with the keg. And when the cops left, they brought the keg to my work. I worked at a gas station. <laughs> so, I, you know, a gas station with just no store, just a tiny little, like, a little booth where I would sit and sell, gas, you know, with bullet, bulletproof ga- gas, glass and everything, and I would just take people's money, right? So we put the keg in my little bathroom. This, this whole building is only, like, 10 feet by 10 feet. And so I got like five of my friends in this back room <laughs> drinking on a keg. And then, you know, and then a couple carloads of our friends came up with pictures like, hey, let me get some beer. And the cops see like, you know, basically dispensing beer out of my kiosk. <laughs> oh uh, so I to- totally got arrested while working. I wasn't even on my break while working and then another customer comes up to the gas station i'm like i'll be right with you i'm uh, i'm getting busted right now <laughs> hang on a second <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, but the guy let me keep working oh that's dope. Defi- See? definitely yeah, took go. the keg of beer though he definitely took the keg of beer <laughs> that makes sense Tell you what, man, this fucking country, they don't give a shit about these drugs having a negative impact on the kids. I'll tell you what, nigga, I've been addicted to crack for 30 damn years. 30 damn years. Who introduced that shit in my fucking life? The government. And they want to ban marijuana. You see, 30 years ago, I had some fucking MJ. I might not be here. Shit. Then again, I did try marijuana before I did crack, but you know. You know what I'm trying to say. If that shit was legal and accepted, who knows where I'd be. So fuck the country, man. They don't give a fuck. The CIA, they fund a crack through the system to fund fucking rebels out there fighting in the Cold War and shit. Through proxy shit, man. Fuck the government, man. I love crack. 
You understand that? You understand what it feels like to love crack? I should have been on no. marijuana since I was nine, nigga. I got ADHD. Real shit. Anyways, Nixon's oh a. God. Oh my God. Hang tight, man. Woozy boozy. Man, it's never too late. You could put it down and pick up the herb instead. Stop. It's never too late, crack. man. Yeah, don't love crack. Friend, that shit's don't, evil. Because you're right. It, yeah, don't you're right. It was created by George Bush and by the by the CIA. You don't want to love that shit. That it's evil to the core. It was created by those people. You named it. You named it. Bro, the CIA. The Cold it's War. Yeah, it's got a bunch of gross don't. crap in it now too. It used to be pure ass shit because they were sitting on mountains of it because they were smuggling it in. Bro. But back in the eighties, they were sm- George Bush was smuggling it in. That's how Bill Clinton made it made it onto the scene. They flew plane loads of coke into Mena, Arkansas. It was the most remote bro, airstrip that's... in the whole in the whole country. Bro, that shit stepped on like a glass at a at a Jewish wedding. Mazel yeah, tov. totally. Bro, don't do it. Mazel tov. Bro, don't do it. <laughs> 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 exactly. Yeah, I mean, if, if I was going to smoke coke, I would cook my own. But but I, but don't do yeah, it. Just bro, don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Oh, don't do it. Don't smoke crack. Hey, everybody, yeah. listen. This is a PSA. Don't smoke say, crack. Whatever you do, just say no to crack. Don't smoke. Please say no to crack. Crack is whack. Like that's that's the smart thing to do. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yep. Tell you what, man, they make fucking marijuana illegal, but all these fucking kids and shit, they be popping perks, popping zannies, man. I'll tell you what, bro, you got the legal cartel, and this, that, that's that white color shit, you know what I mean? Ritalin, cocaine, Adderall, fucking methamphetamine, Percocet, fucking pretty much the same thing as heroin. Just packaged in a pill, real nice, man. Fuck this system, bro. Like I said, man, this shit is fucked up, and this shit was fucked up from the jump. Our country got rich. From tobacco, you know what I'm saying, man? This country got rich from hooking niggas on shit. And what does marijuana do? It frees your mind, bitch. Frees your fucking mind. Yep. Man, fuck the world, bro. Real shit. Now, see, sir, I don't think you believe that. I I think that's the crack talking. Yeah. Yeah, no, but but he's got some great points, right? Like, that's why the penalty on psychedelics and on marijuana is so intense. Because they free your mind and open your mind. You know, well, they'd rather have they'd this. rather have you do coke and, and drink alcohol and do coke at a casino. You know, they'll just give you a slap on the marijuana, wrist. Marijuana, they don't give a shit. Marijuana is like the only non-lethal drug that is still considered Schedule One federally, which is the same schedule that cocaine, meth, and heroin are on. Like, yeah, I know say, it makes no they say sense. That marijuana federally. Federally, they say that marijuana is as lethal or as dangerous to you as cocaine, meth, and heroin. Now, cocaine is bad. That's a rich person's drugs. The last two. The last two, meth and heroin. Really? Really? Come on. Really? Those are like the two worst there are. The The two worst. The for heroin is black. Black. Why would you do something that, one, is black? Two, the name of it on the street is black. Three, Makes you look like fucking Skeletor. Why would you do it? Uh, and the other one makes you pick your face apart. Yeah. And, 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 and sell, that one makes you and sell yourself and during the daytime. Yeah, you look like a fucking walking dead standing. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that is some walking dead shit right there. All of a sudden, you're a, you're a Hayward hooker at 12 in, the, 12 in the afternoon. Like, ah, no, put your why shoes on. You want, why, why would you want to do something that someone almost blew themselves up in the trailer park to make? Yeah. 
Exactly. Huh? You've come think on. You've seen Breaking Bad, you right? Of, you've seen Breaking you Bad. Fucking think about that. Someone you haven't died seen in Breaking Bad. Park making this shit. Exactly. Why would you you probably did a couple times. Exactly. Trailers were lost. Make you, you want just blood drugs. You putting blood drugs in your body, right? Kaboom! Hey, bo- hey, Johnny. We need another trailer. Oh man, it happened again. Yeah, it happened again. Fuck that. Hey. Hey, Ted, we need another Johnny. He left with a trademark. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. See, it gets deep. Trailer. See? Right? Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Shit gets, gets deep. Fu- shit gets funky. Gets deep Get quick. Funky. Yeah, you don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. So and just say no to crack, children. They almost die for this shit, and then they charge $5 for a rock the size of your face. Yeah. Like, how, how does that it's make sense? Right? That yeah. also, like, from a business standpoint, this drug don't make sense. <laughs> exactly. From the get, the whole, that's why I knew the CIA was in on it from the get-go. Because, you know, I'm not a genius, but I could do the basic math. Now, you could get a gram of Coke for 80 bucks at that time. Oh, and yeah, if you NPC got some words for us. And if you, cook that, if you cook that down into Freebase, you get about 25% of your original product. So you end up with a quarter gram from, from a gram. So that quarter mm-hmm. gram should cost 80 bucks. How the fuck could they sell it on the street for 20? Because the price of which sense. they were getting the original from. Thank you, because it was the, basically level, free. Right. Yeah, it was, it was like, here, free, move level this. Of addiction of the drug. Yeah. Like they were the thing is the way the way the sell the selling pitch for co- for crack cocaine is probably one of the most efficient selling pitches of anything on earth. Period. And this is coming from a former salesman because you give it the you the, the all you got to do is give a little bit away. First one's free, and that bitch sells itself every time after that. Right. That's disgusting. It's, it's such so an gross. efficient sales product that literally. You like they probably gave away over a million dollars in free crack in order to sell yeah. the rest of the crack. In the order to sell the billion, right? You feel me? In order to sell the billions, they gave away millions in crack. Yeah, right. And got great generations investment. hooked on that shit. Not just the people. Yeah. Think about it. They didn't just get the people, but they got generations of crack babies. It's babies that are born addicted to crack. Yep. That yep. started in the eighties. And That's people it. got all clever and learned how to like make their own bathtub shit. Yeah, like the principles behind it is fucked. It's it's, it's so crazy. So uh, we appreciate yeah. y'all being here with us. Thank y'all so much. Um, we gonna hit these messages because uh, want to have y'all involved in the conversation. We appreciate y'all. <coughs> much much love, everybody. Much love. So we can get to these messages to see what y'all got to say. It's really, really, really difficult. Like SSR eyes or assistive stimulants that you know a lot of people take for what is it, ADHD, uh, antidepressants, and yeah. other stuff that they take it for. It. And they always say the withdrawal, like after you come down off of these medicines, is really, really, really bad. So. I mean, to, to say that it's it's helping people, I don't think it, it is. I think it is really setting people up too often to become um, codependent on harder drugs, which really is not helping the person. So, 
the simplest drug that I can think of is marijuana. Uh, but some people, you know, abuse it. So, hey, what can you say? Yeah, time to shine. I couldn't agree more. Um, infinite thought. What do you think? I think, I think there's a direct timeline correlation, at least, between people going nuts and shooting up crowds and the the increase in people taking psych drugs and like she said people lose their mind when when they come off of these things so i think the the a little truth that we're not being told about a bunch of these shooters is that they were on these psych meds and then they came off them but they wouldn't want to tell us that because that would make it look bad for those pharmaceutical companies who want to keep selling that stuff right <laughs> So I don't have any. Right. I don't have any. I don't have any proof of this, but but I have a deep, a deep, deep, deep gut instinct and theory, and it seems to me like the timelines kind of line up. Like when people started, sh like you know, uh, you know, Columbine was like the first one, right? That was kind of like right when kids were starting to be given like a bunch of pills. Like, oh, Bobby's got ADHD. Bobby's got this. Bobby's got that. But before yeah. Bobby was just a kid. You know? Well, as a as a person who was a kid when the Columbine shooting like happened, like I grew up in the era where school shooting started. Like I was one of the first um, group of classes of high schoolers that like we started practicing shooter drills. Like, okay, I shit. had shooter drills in my high school. So let like, me ask we, you we something practiced. real quick. Like I remember you... that shit. Like we we was, uh, we actually had a we that's... had a scare. That's horrible. Because yeah, uh, we had a scare. Yeah, there was actually a scare in my school. Someone they thought someone had come in with a gun at my oh, school. God. Um, oh, uh, God. They, it turns out that they didn't, but because of it, they started prepping us for it. And it, and it was right around when Columbine had happened. Like like schools were paranoid as fuck. Principals, everybody was paranoid as fuck about that shit. Because like, who'd have thought right. that a kid would come in and just start lighting shit up like it was fire, like it was Fourth of July? Never, never. But the, yeah, never. But, but like I, but yeah, to, to speak with you to you, um, to what you were saying, yeah, like um, having been so having I'm, been a part of that and having to do shooter drills, like that shit fucked with me a little bit because I'm like, I gotta worry about this for real. Like, I'm wondering yeah, if you it, remember it vetting us. Do you remember the? Do you remember a bunch of kids your age taking taking meds? Yeah, I was one of them. I had to take ADHD medicine. I was on I was on um, Adderall. I was, I was on Ritalin first. That was the first one I was on. I'm pretty sure that's about mm. that's the oldest one I can remember. I don't know if there was one before Ritalin. There was Ritalin, okay. um, and then Concerta was the improved form of that. I was on Concerta mm. for a while, and then Adderall came out, and that motherfucker shut the game down. <laughs> That's still the Mac Daddy of goddamn ADHD medicine right there. That's that's big. That, that's big Papa ADHD medicine. You want you got ADHD? You want Adderall? That's what you right. That's what Trump takes, right? Um, there's the, I, I still know college kids that I know adults that still yeah I, I can't function on a daily daily without my Adderall. Like Adderall is their coffee. Like they take two sips and, a, and pop a pop a you know 30, 35 milligrams. Oh my goodness. You feel me? Like, because as a, I ain't even gonna lie, when I was in college, I was buying Adderall to get through classes. When I would run out of my prescription, I would buy other people's prescription to get through classes. Because yeah, I, I've was, heard I was, I people say that. Because in college, there's known as the triangle. 
Um, you can have two out of three of the triangle, but it's impossible to have all three. You can have a social life and good sleep. You will have terrible grades. You can have good sleep and good grades. You have no social life. You can have good. You can have good social life and good grades, but you will never go to sleep. Right. I chose to never go to sleep. There you go. Sleep when you're dead. And that's where I raw came in. Because right. I was I was pulling like four day like cram sessions for classes and still going to like every party that was relevant. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and killing it. Fucking killing that's it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, so like, yeah, I've heard people shout say out that to though. Anybody who is, yeah, the, the triangle, that shit's real, dog. It's real. And shout out to anybody who has dealt with the triangle or is currently dealing with the triangle. Pick sleep. Fuck one of the other two off. Actually, fuck the parties. Pick sleep in grades. Sleep in grades. Fuck parties. Yeah. <laughs> parties will always There's be so there. Much time to, you feel me? You have so much time to party. Sleep in grades is important. Because yep. I still don't have a fucking sleep schedule. <laughs> I know. My sleep schedule is kind of jacked. I'm crazy like that. But that's probably... <laughs> Blame it on my ADD, baby. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Infinite. You are a mess. This idea to my bitch. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. Wow. You ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just saying. And another thing. What is that? And another thing. The girl Rara. And hello co-host. Fuck, I didn't see the name because the screen is black and I pressed the microphone already. Sorry. I'm gonna come back around and say hi properly, but I wanna say that it says um Ah, fuck. I can't see it. <laughs> Shit. And I'm driving too, so this is like very illegal. Um, Alright, love you and another thing. And I'll be back with <laughs> the right name to say hello to. Fuck, this whole comment had no point. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you are all no, good, Rara. Inf- infinite I'm thought. Talking. Keep your ha- Keep your eyes on the road and your hands upon the wheel. Right, infinite thought, infinite thought, but it's good. It's infinite good. thought, infinite it. thought. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I just didn't want to get it wrong in case I was wrong, but I knew it. Um, I hi, to girl Rara, and I'm here in your back chats. You guys listen, listening to you guys. Um, I'm excited for this. I I didn't even get to see the topic. Damn it! I didn't even see the topic. Um, to comment on before I left a comment. I'm so sorry once again. Um, let me try. You are all good. Don't worry about it. Is the man still an issue in 2021? The man. Hmm. Quote, unquote, the man. Uh, I want to say because of the knowledge that I know, um, yes, it is still an issue. There is a solution for us individually. And, um, yeah. Ooh. I like Damn. that. Answer. I like that answer. How's that for how's right. that for an intuitive empath? She ba- basically so basically yeah. rah rah you basically came up to what we've basically uh yep took us basically an hour to get there but yeah you pretty much just nailed it. Yep. Right right on the head, right on the head <laughs> off the gate. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, right? Oh yeah, the CIA <laughs> was behind the the world's largest drug trade, drug trafficking 
business um, with with George Bush Senior. Hell yeah, um, you got yeah. your shit right. Uh, and another thing, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's how Bill Clinton got exactly. Um, yeah, this these are facts. These are big facts.